Welcome to Sign Broken, Message Inside. This podcast was recorded on April 22, 2018, Earth Day. Our Earth Day presenter is Candy Besti, Water Resources Manager with the Manitoba Eco Network. Candy's discussion focuses on the enormous benefits that can be realized by making very minor changes in our lives. Pastor Bruce builds upon this theme in his sermon. Now let's listen. Okay, so this is Happy Earth Day, everyone. Happy Earth Day. (laughs) This is uh, one of my favorite pictures. I have many of them, of course. There's lots of these around. Uh, This is, of course, a picture of our Earth from space. And I, I look at this, and it reminds me that the Earth has limits. We have boundaries. Um, it also reminds me that everything on this planet is somehow connected to each other. Uh, we're connected to each other as human beings, but we're connected through water and through air and through our need for food and shelter through to all other living organisms. Um, it's just in a, as a biologist, I'm always amazed at how, how everything just fits together, how the plants take nutrients that they get from the ground and the sunlight and the water, and they make food, and that food feeds the animals, and then other animals eat the plants, and plants, animals eat other animals, and then when everything dies, it goes back to replenish the earth. Nothing is wasted. It's all this beautiful, incredible cycle, and, and we are all connected. For all we know, we could have blood inside us that has water in it. That was from the time of the dinosaurs um, or the time of Jesus, and uh, it's, just, it's just a fascinating, fascinating place. Um, the next slide shows my favorite piece of graffiti, which you probably won't be able to read. <laughs> it's just written on concrete way high on the wall. I don't know if a giraffe wrote it or what, but uh, it's on the fifth floor stairwell of the geography department at the University of Winnipeg. And what it says is, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And I don't know who said it first. Uh, I've seen Max Planck said it. It's certainly attributed to uh, others. Wayne Dyer's used it. Um, but I think, I think it's really important how we look at things and how we look at ourselves. Are we guilty? Well, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> of course we are. Are we guilty monsters? But are we helpful, intelligent, caring human beings? We are capable of great atrocities. We are capable of immense good. And how you choose to see yourself and how you choose to see your fellow human beings I think is really, really important. And I think maybe sometimes we also need to change how we see the environment. We, everything is negative in the media, right? And, and I'm not saying we don't have immense problems because we absolutely do. But we have to stop focusing on those problems and stop focusing on what got us there, which we tend to do, and start focusing on the goodness that is inside of us and the capacity that we have for change. I don't think the world got to its current state because we're all evil people, okay? I don't think the world got to this state on purpose, okay? But all of our little individual actions added up to get us to the place where we are. And the good news is, is a lot of little individual actions can get us to a better place. This doesn't look like much. It's just my mug, okay? It's just my travel mug. I have about two cups of tea a day, and and I also drink water from this mug, okay? Not a big deal. But that saves about 700 Tim's cups. Sorry, but that's probably where I'd go, right? So 700 Tim's cups. Those cups take water to make, 
They take trees to make. They take energy to make. It takes energy uh, to transport those cups to where they need to be. And then I can't even recycle them when I'm done. They're landfill. Okay? So just bringing that cup, that saves 700 cups. You know, I said it wouldn't fall off again, but it did. <laughs> this thing doesn't like me. All right, there we go. So 700 cups, it doesn't sound like much, but you know what? That adds up, right? What if everybody in the congregation did that? If everybody, 700,000 cups, it's a lot of cups. Little individual actions, the power of one individual, the power of one action to make a difference. When there's seven and a half billion of us on this planet, we do one little thing, it has, and it can have great impacts. And so I have hope. The theme of Earth Day this year is global plastic pollution. And how many of you have heard that there's a lot of microplastics in the oceans and that there's nothing we can do about it? Any of you heard that? It's kind of despairing. Um, how many of you have heard that by 2050, if we keep on our current path, there will in fact be more plastic in the ocean than there are fish by mass? Okay? That is a true statistic if we keep on the current path. Right? What this slide shows are, um, there's a group called Five Gyres. They've done some amazing work. There are five gyres. There are these basically upwellings and, and upwellings and kind of gyres, like rotating waters, if you will, and they collect things in the ocean. There's five of them. There's the North and South Pacific, the North and South Atlantic, and uh, the Indian Ocean. So these five gyres. The main one is the, the Pacific Garbage Patch. It's probably the one you've heard of. It's three times the size of France, twice the size of Texas. What's very cool, and you go, what? That's nothing cool about it. No, there's nothing cool about it. It's horrible. But if you want to advance to the next slide, changing the way you look at things. Boy and slot, this kid, and I'm going to call him a kid because I'm old enough to do that now. <laughs> he was 17 years old. It was a high school project. And he thought, you know, we know we can't go and collect all the plastic from the oceans. It's just not possible. It would take way too much oil and gas, and there's just so much of it, and to go around and fish it all out. But he thought in his head, he thought, well, if these gyres bring the plastic and concentrate it in these areas, why don't we just harvest what the ocean brings to us? And he created a way, and if you want to Google it, it's called the ocean cleanup. So this, from the mind of this 17-year-old kid, uh, if you want to keep clicking on, the, on the, the text there, that would be awesome. So his idea was embraced by literally scientists, engineers all over the world, and they tested it out, and it actually works. So they launched the first prototype in 2016. Uh, the first real one, the big one, is set uh, to go into the ocean in 2018. This kid and a lot of people who were behind him figured that they can clean up 50% of the ocean, 50% uh, of the plastic in that, at least that one patch for now, uh, within five to ten years. We took a completely impossible task, and one kid, one kid's idea caught fire. He's raised $30 million for this program. They've done tons of other research. You can see here now the ocean cleanup has a massive team of people and energy and effort behind it. And that's pretty cool. So he changed the way he looked at things, and because he changed the way he looked at things, things changed. Local students, the next slide just shows some local students, West Kelowna and Collegiate, uh, they wanted to, uh, wanted to get rid of single-use plastic bags. We've done this uh, globally across a number of communities, and some even in, in Manitoba. And, uh, and so these kids uh, signed got a petition going, and so far, from these four students, we now have over 4,000 signatures on that petition. The power of one, one voice. 
One kid's voice, right? The kids, they're smart. They're leading us. We sometimes look at what kids and we say they're on their devices all the time and we despair that they don't know anything. Half the time, my 13-year-old's on his device. He's Googling stuff. That kid knows more than I have ever, like I could possibly have ever imagined at his age. Okay? So sometimes we need to change we look at how we look at things. There's actually a, a song, it's called uh, Do Something by Matthew West. They say when you're in despair and you're, you're worried about stuff and you're concerned about things, the best thing that you can do is to do something about them. Right? If you're concerned about homeless people, when maybe go serve some food and that'll help you feel a little better. Um, and the beginning of the song, it goes that he's, he's really upset. He looks at the world and sees all the problems going on and he just looks up at heaven and says, God, why don't you do something? The song goes on a little bit, and he says, you know, just couldn't stand the thought of people living in poverty and children sold into slavery, and the thought disgusted me, so I shook my fist at heaven. He's getting angry. God, why don't you do something? And God said, I did. I created you. That, to me, is very powerful. It's a different way of looking at things. We are the hope. We can all do something. The more you learn about environmental issues in this case or any issues, the more you take part in being a part or a piece of the solution, the better you feel. People who feel better make better choices. Media would have us lost usually in negativity, right? Negative negativity everywhere. And I'm not saying, like I said, we do have issues. We have challenges. But I see hope. I see hope in the youth. I see hope in people doing amazing things like Boy and Slot. Every day, there are opportunities for change. So we can get stuck in a mindset of positivity, or we can get stuck in a mindset of negativity. And I think it's really time to change the way we look at things. So if you wanted just a few ideas of things you can do to help reuse or reduce rather plastics in the environment. That's a theme for Earth Day, reducing plastic pollution. You can say no to reusable, or you can use reusable beverage containers and say no to the individual cups. It's one thing, but it's a thing. You can say no to bottled water. You can say no to straws. Well, what's the big deal with straws? Well, I don't know, but at 500 million straws in North America a day, That's a lot of unnecessary plastic. And you don't have to stop using straws. You can get stainless steel straws. There's different types of straws. There's glass straws. There's even paper straws. So there's lots of options for that. You can bring reusable grocery bags to the grocery store with you. You can even bring reusable produce bags. We have those now. Um, Purchasing items with less packaging. Option A, option B. Option A has plastic inside plastic inside plastic. Option B is in a little one single bag or a cardboard box. Maybe that's a better option. Microbeads. I don't know if you've heard of those. Hopefully you have, and hopefully you're not using products that contain them, but they were in everything. They were in body washes and soaps. They gave you a little scrubby extra feel there. They were in toothpastes, body scrubs. They will soon be banned in Canada. Yay. A lot of companies, I think, have already removed them. Forward thinking. Awesome. Um, but again, something we didn't need. Smoking. Smoking, really bad for your health, really bad for the environment, too. And people, and I know, uh, cigarette butts everywhere, right? You see them everywhere. They're little pieces of plastic. It's cellulose acetate coated with a whole bunch of toxins after it's been smoked, right? And so those things, often, they're small. They blow around. They end up in storm sewers. They end up in the river. They end up in the lake. They end up in the ocean. 
little bits of toxic waste. So again, just disposing of them properly. If you're going to continue to smoke, it's really great if you can stop because it's really much better for you. But hey, if you can't, at least find a way to butt out and not, not throw them on the ground. And you know what? Uh, with the Manitoba Eco Network, uh, we're putting on a Manitoba, Great Manitoba Shoreline Cleanup. And it's actually, it'll be orchestrated by a number of different leaders. I'm just kind of coordinating it. So maybe we can even get Grace involved in, in taking a, a little piece of what we'll call shoreline. It doesn't have to be shoreline. It can be pretty much anywhere. Um, and, and, and playing our role in cleaning up some of the mess that's, that we find around our planet. So, um, yeah, you can forward to the last slide for me anyway. <laughs> um, so thank you from the earth. We can change the way we look at things. This planet, it's incredibly resilient. It is absolutely incredible how it can recover when we give it the opportunity to do so. It will be here, I think, for many millions of years to come, and we can choose to be a part of that. It all depends on our choices and looking towards the future. And there is reason for hope. I see it in students. I see it in youth. I teach all the time. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, happy Earth Day. The Holy Gospel according to the 10th chapter of St. John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand who is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. The hired hand runs away because a hired hand does not care for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock and one shepherd. And for this reason, the Father loves me because I laid all my life in order to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down on my own accord. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it up again. I have received this command from my Father, the gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Once upon a time, there was a new supersonic jet that had been developed. And it could fly higher and faster than any other aircraft that had ever been produced. And on its maiden voyage, they brought forward all kinds of reporters, newspaper writers, and uh, TV people to, uh, to mark and to celebrate its voyage across the, the Atlantic. Well, they start off, they take off, and uh, shortly thereafter they take off, the captain comes to them over the speaker and say, I don't know if you noticed, but on the, on the right wing, uh, a little while back, the engine caught fire. Uh, if you look out there right now, it's just uh, smoking. Uh, it, it's, the fire's out. Motors died, but don't worry. We got another engine, and uh, with the advanced technology in this plane, we'll be fine. About five or ten minutes later, the captain gets back on again and says, Well, I don't know if you're looking out at the left side of the plane, 
uh, you'll notice that one engine that I was talking about, it fell off. And we no longer have it. But don't worry, uh, this plane is designed and we can glide for hundreds of miles. We'll be able to glide and make it to land. Don't worry. A little while later, the captain gets on and announces to them again, I don't know if you've noticed, uh, but if you look at the floor, there's a huge crack that's developed from the front of the plane to the back down the floor. And uh, if you look through that crack, uh, on the surface of the ocean, you can see uh, a life raft. And uh, there's somebody waving at you from the life raft. That's me. Good luck. You know, quite a few years back, Bette Midler had a song called God is Watching Us from a Distance. God is Watching Us from a Distance. Kind of like that captain on the plane. But you know what? Our gospel today does not say God is watching us from a distance. Jesus says, I am the Good Shepherd. He doesn't say he's watching us from a distance, but he says, I am. He doesn't say, I was or I will be in the here and now. I am the good shepherd. I am with you. I am with you. And that's the central theme of our text today. And it's the central theme of the 10th chapter of John, that Jesus is the good shepherd who is with us. The opening verse of our reading says Jesus is the good shepherd and it also names that he's willing to lay down his life for the sheep. To lay down his life for the sheep. Now, we might think about sheep and be somewhat offended that we are referred to as sheep. But actually the sheep is the one that should probably be offended. Because a sheep's never killed anyone, never killed their neighbor, or passed on the latest juicy piece of gossip. A sheep has never deliberately abused their body, or stole from their employer, or judged other people by their standards. Compared to us, sheep are pretty upright standing creatures, I would think. But I still don't think any of us would lay down our life for our sheep. Yet this is exactly what Jesus did. The Lord God who created everything became one of us, like you and I. The here and now. With us. Not watching from a distance, not from some life raft way below us but here with us now. And we, the sheep that we are, we pollute our home that we call the earth. We discern how to unleash the energy when we split an atom. And then immediately we begin making bombs. We discern from nature how to extract medicines cures for various ailments. And then we take that same knowledge and we produce addictive drugs. The good shepherd laid down his life 
for the likes of you and I. God is with us. God forgives us. God lays down his life for us. The good shepherd. Now in terms of this shepherd and shepherding, to tie it in with Earth Day, I think Candy has left us some ways that we can shepherd the planet. So what kinds of things are you willing to lay down your life for, so to speak, so that this planet would be a better place for our children and grandchildren and for the generations to come? Yes, sometimes it means getting that traveling mug and not using the disposable cup or the straws. Sometimes it will mean that things cost us more. But rather than looking at things in terms of financial gain or loss, what kinds of things are you willing to lay down your life for so this planet will be a better home for generations to come? God is with us. God gives us life. Within these walls and outside these walls. And now what about us? Will we be people who reflect the life of the Good Shepherd? Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sign Broken, Message Inside. If you are enjoying our podcasts, we welcome you to worship with us in person. Check out our website at www.gracelutheran.ca to find out more about our church community and how we can be of service to you. Go in peace and serve the Lord.